0: All right, here we go for the news for the twentieth seventh of December, 2022. Here's what's going on. Anyway, I went up to Kalispell, Montana, made it back, got home safely. As safe as it can be anyway. It was a rough road, had to come back with empty. It's currently where I'm at, eight degrees. Ooh, it's pretty warm compared to what most people are at. But what are you going to do? So anyway, here we are coming back ah, got that screen in everything was safe we made it back okay it was a kind of a pain in the ass but it was too late I got back Tuesday night Wednesday morning like 2 or 3 in the morning then got home and then as soon as I got home I found out my mother-in-law got taken to the hospital so it wasn't much of a time off for me but you know it's the way it is You know it's life it's the way it goes I was lucky that I was home Drivers are stuck all over the road this week. So if I would have got stuck last week, I would have got stuck this week, stuck this week, and then I wouldn't be able to stay home and help my wife, which is very important to me. Because my mother-in-law is very important. I'm one of those really strange people that has a mother-in-law that's not mean, and I also have a mechanic that you can trust. South Milwaukee Auto. Dave. The guy does a fantastic job. So if you're ever in South Milwaukee, go to South Milwaukee Auto and ask for Dave. The guy owns the place. Just, just an amazing job. So anyway, I won't take my car anywhere else. Let's put it that way. That's not an ad. I'm just telling you how I feel about it. So anyway, as I'm after I'm done this, I go to work. I think we go to like Florida or something. Then we go to a couple other places. Who knows? So it was a long week. Sitting in that rest area for like Two and a half, three days, whatever it was, was just torture. So we just deal with it. We move on. So that being said, let's get on with the show. We got a little bit of news. We'll talk about it, see what's going up, some road closures, pretty much everywhere. So I'm not going to list them all. And then uh, we'll see what happens. Remember, you're in a state, whatever state you're in, usually if you hit uh, 511, you can get a good weather, We can get a weather report. So it's better than nothing. So keep that in mind. All right, let's get moving on. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to The Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, let's talk about a good story for once. In the very beginning, usually they're horror stories right horror horror stories. what did I say Horror? horror stories, right? so here we go. Loki, let's talk about Loki all right, here's the deal. this guy goes into a Walmart distribution center in Cumberland county, North Carolina, yeah, Cumberland county I you know it well he's United States Army anyway, the guy goes in and makes goes to the Walmart distribution center his cat, yes, his cat. And, of course, he's an orange tabby. And let me tell you, I had an orange tabby for 19 years. If you heard that episode about Dude the Cat, Dude the Cat was an orange tabby. He was the coolest cat that ever lived, but he was kind of an asshole at times. Shit would be sitting on the desk. Wouldn't mess with it. As soon as I walk in the door, knock everything over. He's just an asshole. Damn, I miss that cat. So, anyway, driver Tim Allen. Truck driver Tim Allen. Not the comedian who used to be a cocaine dealer. Not the TV guy, not that Tim Allen, but uh, yeah, he's a cocaine dealer. So anyway, the real Tim Allen, the, the honest one, the truck driver, Tim Allen, he, uh, his cat jumps out. His cat, Loki, jumps out, gets lost. He reports it to them. This is December 3rd. He uh, announces the news. Somebody finds his cat. They bring it to the main shelter. His sister lives not too far away. She goes and picks him up. Well, looks like a nice cat. Not as cool as the dude was, of course, but what do you expect? The dude was the dude. Uh, God, I miss that little fucker. So, anyway, dude got his. Kid, not the dude, but Tim Allen, the truck driver, who's not the cocaine dealer, like the comedian, which is kind of funny that the comedian who was a cocaine dealer played Santa Claus. The irony of that is kind of funny because Santa Claus, what did he do? He lived up at the North Pole and surrounded by all the white, which was snow. And that's how Tim Allen made all his money in Michigan, selling snow. So it's kind of funny when you think about it. Kind of stupid, actually. But it's, I don't know, each zone. Everybody can move on. Rehabilitation, they say. Rehabilitation. So anyway, Tim Allen, the truck driver, not the drug dealer, comedian, got his cat back. And that's cool. We really like that. So that's a good story. All right, let's get moving on. All right, this one's hardcore. An owner of a trucking company in California was sentenced to 10 years in prison for ordering the illegal repair of a tanker that resulted in an explosion and the death of one of his employees. Yes, this asshole said, hey, do this illegal repair, and the damn thing blew up. So the owner of the company is going to jail. So Carl Bradley Johansson, 64 of Newport Beach. Newport Beach is pretty good. A lot of money down there was sentenced for conspiring, co-conspiring, oh, conspiring, sorry, I had the marker over there, to make illegal repairs on cargo tanks and one count of welding without required certifications. He was also sentenced for tax evasion and fraudulently obtaining approximately $954,417 in COVID relief money while free on bond in the tanker explosion case. Wow, that's, you know, you know what, if you're going to, you just blew up a tanker, you're going to jail possibly for this, and you're still stealing from the government? That's some balls. Alright, Johansson also was ordered to pay nearly $1.3 million in restitution to two U.S. banks and the IRS. Oh. Johansson was the owner of Corona-based National Distribution Services and Wholesale Distribution Incorporated, a worker who was a welder, was killed and another seriously injured after the cargo tanker exploded. I wonder if it was full of something. Usually, you know, something welded on the if the trailer's full, they won't work on it. I imagine with a tanker it'd be even more so. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, you know. Anyway, uh, Johansson said he supervised in uh, he supervised Enrique Garcia, the shop manager at both companies. Garcia ordered at least two employees he supervised to conduct welding repairs that would eventually cause the explosion. After the May 2014 fatal explosion, the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration issued a national emergency out-of-service order. Approximately 42 tankers were prohibited, prohibited from operating. Johansson also created Shell companies, to suggests that the two welders were employed by a company called Tank Services, LLC. So, I don't know. Dude's going away for a while. And then, of course, you got that PP loan fraud. You know, how about the You know, how about this? Instead of going after these guys and giving them all this money and then going after them fraud, how about you just don't give them the fucking money to begin with? Make sure that they're legit before you give them all this crazy money. Maybe, maybe do something like that. Okay, I know this sounds crazy, but I mean, why? Why would you do that? Why would you keep giving all these people? you know, money, it's just goofy, I don't get it, alright, let's get moving on, All right, we all see the crazy four-wheelers out there, don't we, the crazy ones, right, driving all over the place, well, here's one, this guy, wasn't this guy's fault, okay, this is over in China, yeah, they got issues too, lots of issues, alright, so this Chinese driver was allegedly trapped on the highway for hours after the cruise control, it is domestically, this Haval, H-A-V-A-L, H6 looks like a, I don't know, some shitty ass SUV. Anyway, crossover refused to cancel outside the si- So he said the cruise control is sixty-two miles an hour, hundred uh, kilometers per hour. I guess kilometers per hour. So he sets it at sixty-two miles an hour, and then he goes to hit the brakes. It doesn't disengage. He goes to turn it off. It doesn't disengage. The cruise control is set. It's locked in place. There's nothing he can do. All right, this new story came from Auto Home. It's a Chinese website. So anyway, the driver of the vehicle stuck in a car for roughly 320 miles. Oh my God, that would suck. During the drive, he called the authorities to alert them of the predicament. Hey, I'm in this car. It won't shut off. I'm screwed. I don't know. I guess he probably tried to turn off the key. Who knows? Maybe it didn't have a key. I don't know. The police provided an escort to ensure the driver didn't hit it. So they got behind him in front of him. And they even got the engineers from Hovel uh, patched in. Nothing could be done until the car's fuel tank ran dry. The uh, owner of the vehicle, Mr. Lao, L-U-O, I think that's how you say it, was the only person in the vehicle. I guess he was freaking out, right? Just freaking the frick out. So don't worry about it. No Chinese brands are sold here. Just every part of a car is made in China. So... I don't know. you imagine that? Being stuck in your car for 320 miles? That's insane. Sounds pretty scary. I've heard of things like this before, but not this long. All right. Let's get moving on. All right. New legislation. This is important, all right? Because during the pandemic, a lot of drivers found this out the hard way. They'd show up at a place and it'd say, no bathrooms available. Well, you want the stuff in my trailer, but I can't use the bathroom. I'm sorry, man. Not gonna happen. I'm out of there. All right, but new driver's not gonna be able to do that. He's gonna suck it up. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I'll take a crap right in front of their door. I don't give a shit. Well, I mean, I guess I would be giving a shit, but sometimes you just gotta make a point. I don't care. Anyway, Bill was introduced. I wouldn't want to do it, of course, but you gotta have to make a point, right? So anyway, the bill was introduced in the House of Representatives Wednesday. That would require shippers and receivers to grant truckers access to restroom facilities when they are picking up or delivering cargo. The bipartisan bill is an amazing. The bipartisan bill, I love it, was introduced by uh, uh, Representative Troy Niles, a Republican from Texas, and Chris C. a Democrat from Pennsylvania. It's funny, the Sharker's News, they put the second name in really small letters, and then the Republican name they put in really large letters. I wonder why they did that. Seems kind of silly. Anyway, the the legislation requires retailers, warehouse, and other businesses to give Sharker's access to bathroom facilities when they are picking up cargo or making deliveries. would not require businesses to construct new bathrooms. And it only requires that if a business has a restroom available to the customers or employees, truckers should have some access, makes sense, because if they never had it before, what's the point? Would require the operators of ports and terminals to provide bathroom access to drayage drivers. I'm not exactly sure what a drayage driver is, but just driver's driver, anyway, uh, D-R-A-Y-A-G-E, I'll have to look that up later, I don't really care enough to do it now. Anyway, the legislation was praised by two trucking company organizations. The Owner Opera Independent Drivers Association, which is a fantastic organization. And uh, they're in s- strong support of it, as did the Women in Trucking Association, which I would imagine, you know, it's easier for a man to take a leak on a tire than it is a woman. So, anyway, uh, it's a big issue. People are fighting it. And I say, clean restrooms. Oh, and by the way, wash your hands. Please. All right. And don't, don't go to the buffet. It's. It's not good. It's not good. Don't go to the buffets. All right, let's let's get moving on. All right, up in Canada, the Canadian ELD mandate taking effect January 1st. Commercial carrier journal reports. You know what? Good luck with that. I fucking hate the thing. Actually, you know what? When it works, it's fantastic. When it doesn't work, it sucks balls. So it is what it is. So it's up to you to decide. Good luck, Canada. Good luck. You know, this one's really stupid. It's hot in here. Anyway, this is a really stupid story. So, this truck driver. God, I wish it wasn't a truck driver. This truck driver, he looks like a dumbass. Thinks that he's chatting with Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, that Kelly Clarkson. And the pop star. You know, American Idol winner. You know, like get all fat and shit afterwards. Anyway, that Kelly Clarkson. I kind of like some of our music. Hasn't done much in a long time, though. But anyway. American Idol winner and pop star Kelly Clarkson has granted a restraining order against the truck driver who was talking to a scammer and uh, he showed up oh there we go okay uh, trying to fit okay uh, the I messed up the, the waveform on the stupid program anyway he kept trying to get in he showed up with a bobtail didn't say what he was driving and claim that she he went up to the you know the, the speaker hey i want to talk to kelly clarkson she invited me over you know and all this and then uh, the guy he's trying to tell he's talking to security and they're like she's they're like she's not here and he's like oh wow this is the second time she's done this to me well dude six foot three 250 pounds and uh i love how they did the story semi-truck with no trailer as if nobody knows what a bobtail is and uh well I guess uh, he thought he was, you know, she invited him over. You know what? She didn't invite you over, dude. Don't be an idiot. Okay? Don't be an idiot. You should know better. Kelly Clarkson's not going to invite your ass over. Uh, All right, let's come on. Stupid. Drivers, don't fall for this shit. It's embarrassing. All right, let's go. All right. Now here we go with another stupid story. God, why are they so stupid? Okay. So, this truck driver, he gets, he, you know, he misses the road closed sign. Just totally annoys it or avoids it, right? Drives into floodwaters, has to be rescued. All right, this is a big deal. I'm just going to get a ticket for this. This is over in uh, New South Wales, Australia. So, you know what? It's not an American this time. So, I don't want to hear any shit. This guy's not an American truck driver. Okay, New South Wales, Australia. In your face, Australia. It's not one of us this time. 51-year-old driver, so he should know better. So he's stuck in floodwaters. So whatever happens, you know, the next day he starts driving again after he gets rescued. Guess what? He runs over a herd of goats. Yes, goats, like real goats. Ran over a herd of goats. Killed 78 goats. How the hell did you kill 78 goats? And then another eight were found, seriously injured, and had to be euthanized. So he actually killed 86 goats. How do you kill 86 goats? That's stupid. You know what? He's going to court and he's going to have some problems. Try explaining that one. PETA. Oh, they're going to have fun with this guy. I don't know. Sounds crazy. All right. Let's get moving on. Oh, I have to hit stop. So I can read the next story. Oh, how exciting. Isn't that exciting? All right. Hold on. Oh my God! Drivers, you're killing me. You're embarrassing me. All right, here's another shitty ass story of another stupid driver. Oh, let's put the microphone. It's coming loose. Okay. Oh, goddamn, it's hot in here, and it's gonna be worse when I step outside because it's freaking cold out there. Anyway, ah, this story's so bad. A semi truck driver. <laughs> this is in Oregon, right? Right, or probably along the eighty-four. So anyway, the uh, semi-truck driver left miles of red dye along Oregon Interstates on Saturday due to leaky cargo. The incident happened on December 17th from Happy Valley to Troutdale through Portland. Not sure where Happy Valley is, but it sounds like a very happy place. Anyway, according to the Oregonian, it's a newspaper, or maybe it's an Oregonian, the human being, 40-year-old truck driver, 40 years old, man, how are you do this stupid? All right, anyway, according to the Oregonian, the 40-year-old truck driver, Junior Gene, God, who the hell has a name like Junior Gene, just screams redneck, dumb piece of shit, right? Sorry to the people in the South. I don't mean to insinuate that, but you know what I'm talking about. It's the stereotype you have to people they live in. I love the South, by the way. Anyway, Junior Gene stopped to check on the leaky cargo after being flagged down by other drivers. So other drivers were driving by him and say, Hey, buddy, your shit's fucked up. Stop. I don't mean to cuss, but it's very warranted in this situation. So anyway, when he called his company to report the situation, I had a similar incident, and I'll tell you what happened with that in a second. He says they told him to keep driving to his destination in Troutdale. So he did. If I'm not mistaken, Troutdale is exit 17 or something like that. It's right there just before you get into Portland. Anyway, I used to go there all the time. At least I think it was Troutdale. Uh, not too far from there, or in Biggs, Oregon, on 84 is where the my the photo I took that's on the Jones soda bottle. Yes, one of my photos was on a Jones soda bottle. That's how amazing I am, and I, honestly, I was quite shocked. So, um, here's the deal. Please respond to reports of the leaking tractor trailer near Northwest Marine Drive. Oh, yeah, okay. That's definitely right there. Where There's a pilot there. There's a TA, and I think there's uh there's a loves there i'm pretty sure there's a i'm sure it's a pilot t and a loves there might be some something else but if you go up marine drive it'll also take you over to that fancy truck strap Uh, jevic or something like that it's been a long time since i've been up there i don't remember i used to have a bid it went up there all the time anyway uh so the leaky trailer was uh near north northwest marine drive and East, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't stop at one of the rest areas. Before he got there, and East Wind Drive. I'm not sure where East Wind Drive is. But 7:30 p.m. After the truck had already been driven north on Interstate 205 from Southeast Sunnyside Road, then took the Interstate 84 East and exited at Northeast Marine Drive. Okay, so he was coming down the 205, and then he hit the 84 East. And okay, I know exactly where he's coming from. Yeah, not a lot of places to stop up there. I wonder where he stopped and called his company. Anyway, the leaking truck left miles of water-soluble red dye used for coloring mulch on roadways in the area. Why do you cover the mulch? Why would you color the mulch? Why is that a thing? Why would you have to do that? Oh, I wonder. Anyway, the sheriff's office is advising motorists who drove on stained roads between 6 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. to check their cars for stains. They say the dye should wash off, but if it doesn't, owner of vehicle, vehicle owners can contact the Multnomah County, uh, Multnomah, I never could pronounce this, M-U-L-T-N-O-M-A-H. There's also a Multnomah Falls on 84, which back in the day used to be able to park a truck in the center and then walk up there, but now it's no drug parking, anti-truck. I always wanted to stop there, just never had the opportunity because we're I going to park the stupid truck. Anyway, contact the county sheriff's office at webmaster at msco. Dot U.S. and provide your full name, number, and vehicle make a model, and picture of the damage. Uh, Gene was, you know, truck driver junior. Gene sounds like sounds like a race car driver. Was cited for operating a vehicle with a leaking load, third degree criminal mischief, and reckless driving. Guys, red dyes everywhere. It's ridiculous. Looks like one of the totes busted open. So anyway, here's my incident. I was driving in a road and I stopped to take a leak and I looked back there and I saw all this pink stuff flying out of the back of the trailer. I was like, oh, shit. So I went and got the manifest, looked at it, and it had fake, pe- it wasn't Pepto-Bismol, but it was a knockoff Pepto-Bismol. The color was a little off. The smell was the same. Absolutely disgusting. So this is just before Thanksgiving. So I called the company and they said, oh, you got to, you know, do this, do that. And, you know, we're going to hook it up to a tow, I said, You know, you will. I said, Look, here's the deal. I want to open the door. I want to scrape all the stuff that's on the floor out, clean it up. I want to throw some dirt on the back there so it doesn't, you know, whatever comes out afterwards doesn't spread. Then I want to drive to the nearest terminal, which for us was like 15, 20 minutes away. And I want to reload the trailer and figure out what's leaking. That's all I want to do. Well, we can't do that. We're going to, we want you to drive to the, no, 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 no. I'm not driving anywhere. Yeah, you know, other than this terminal to get this fixed, you have to try, keep driving. Said, no, 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 no. I am not going to keep going down the roads with fake Pepto Bismol flying out of the back end of that trailer. People are going to think this is down in Oklahoma. Uh, I think I was in Oklahoma City. Anyway, people are going to think that, uh, you know, pink flamingos are shitting all over their car because pink stuff is all over the place. And they're like, they arguing with me about it. And I said, no, this is illegal, man. I'm not doing it. I'm just not doing it. We got into a big scuffle about it. And they slammed down the phone and said, "Do whatever the hell you want." But well, They used another naughty word. It wasn't help, but you know what it, you know what it is. So, I went and I bought some wet wipes at the store I was at. Came out, wiped down all the lights, wiped down everything that was you know that was obvious. Threw a bunch of doors in the back of the trailer so it stopped it from leaking. Drove to the Oklahoma terminal, got it reloaded, reworked, cleaned up, and was on my way. And when I got back, I gave them a bill for all the gloves and all the other shit. They're like, why do we have to pay for your gloves? I said, because they, they smell like Pepto-Bismol, man. I went through two pairs of gloves and they smell like Pepto-Bismol cleaning that shit up. I said, here, why don't you take my own gloves if you think that, you know, they're, you know, I sh- you know, they're, they're worthwhile. I said, I'll pay for them. You, you wear these. No, no, we'll pay for it. Yeah, that's what I thought. Fake Pepto-Bismol. So I refused to take the load any farther. Yeah, that's what I did. So let's get moving on for my mouse dies here. Oh, I can hear my voice starting to crack too. Ooh, it's going to be an exciting trip to work. All right, here we go. Let's get moving on. All right, this is a pet peeve of mine. You've heard me talk about this before. I will talk about it again. Ad nauseum. Yes, I am preaching to the choir because you guys know the better than this. We should know better than this. So one emt dead one injured after semi-truck slams into a responding ambulance so there was an ambulance on i-80 over there by rollins uh you know responding to an emergency situation and truck slammed into the back of the ambulance why because ass didn't get over maybe it was a construction zone i can't tell but you know what get over get over get away from the ambulance give them some space so one emt is dead and the other is hurt and it's stupid, and it should never have happened. Any drivers know better. So if you know anybody that doesn't get over, get on their case about it. It's just goofy. Why would they do it? All right, next story. Too Simple. Yes, T-U Simple. Plans to lay off half its workforce next week. Too Simple is a company that's trying to make automated trucks. So basically, the company that was trying to make automated trucks to put you out of work, just put half of their workers out of work. You know what? Too bad, too simple. You were trying to mess with my job. Screw you. I hope you close and go under. Do not support companies that are trying to put you out of work, people. Human beings—the only the only species on the planet that goes out of its way to make itself obsolete. All right, let's go to the next story. All right, quite a few drinking companies went out of business last year. Unfortunately, uh, I don't know. It just really sucks. I hate to hear companies go under. Uh, it's just terrible anyway here's some of the small companies that went bankrupt this year fran logistics 10 drivers navarro trucking group 15 drivers jcb trucking enterprises 16 drivers mcclendon trucking endurance transfer 21 drivers elite transportation 25 drivers rooney trucking 37 drivers lw miller company 87 drivers that's a lot of drivers hmm. that's not good all right, and here are the largest trucking companies that filed for bankruptcy in 2022. Marvin Keller Trucking, 115 drivers. Landair, 135 drivers. UFI Transportation, 213 drivers. Matheson Postal Services, 383 drivers. Matheson was established in 1983. That's, it, oh, 1962, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's crazy, man, just crazy. All right, let's get moving on. Alright, last story. Yeah, it's a bad one. All right. This one's by who the hell this Trucker News. Good for you, Trucker News. Alright. CDL, commercial driver license, speeding tickets, steepest potential fines. Yeah, this is gonna be harsh. Okay. So the top ten states for highest fines include Illinois, seventy five dollars to twenty five hundred dollars. Which you know you'd never know by the way, those assholes drive through Chicago, they're flying. Arizona, 0 to 2,500. Audio, 0. Colorado, 115 to 1,000. Nevada, 25 to 1,000. Iowa, 25 to 625. Connecticut, 198 to 560. Maryland, 80 to 530. California, 230 to 500. Hawaii, 200 to 500. And Utah, 150 to 500. Hmm. And the bo- and it, but at the bottom is uh, Pennsylvania, which is 35 to 85. So, it's not too bad. So I got a ticket once, probably like six, seven years ago over in Wyoming. It cost me like 400 bucks. And then the guy was like, hey, I need to see your partner's coat, your logbook. Log. where was backwards still on paper. I said, no, man. I'm not, you want me to wake him up so I can uh, prove to you that he gets enough sleep? That's stupid. And he, got, and he put his hand on his gun and uh, did this little stance like he's a gunfighter or something. I said, hey, hey, I'll wake him up. Calm down. Calm down, Barney. By the way, police officers don't like to be called Barney. So if you get in a situation like that, uh, please don't call him Barney because it's not going to go good for you. All right. Uh, Sad, but uh, true. Why is that? I don't know. Let's refresh. See if there's any more stories come in. Thank God nothing came in. All right. We still kept this under 28 minutes. What do we say? We say get over for tow truck drivers. We say get over police. We say get over for ambulances. Okay. Get over these people. They... First responders, man, they might save you life, okay? This has been a rough week for drivers. People are still stranded all over the place, or they're way behind on schedule, and they're trying to get home for the holidays. Some people are going to have their Christmas long after Christmas, that's for sure. So, I don't know. I'm all tired. I'm talking too much, and I'm going to bed. If you stuck with me, that's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, and that guy that's friends with my son, who used to date that girl who I met at my grandson's uh, first birthday party. You're awesome, dude. Call me at 414-666-1926 and be a special guest on my show, man. I'm sorry I forget your name. It was a long time ago. It was like two years ago we met. Justin just told me he saw you. That's my boy. And he said that uh, you listen to the show, so give me a call I'll put you on the show. Yeah, that's awesome, man. We'll have a good time. Actually, you can come right to the house. We can record right here. Or we can do it from computer to computer. doesn't matter. All right. Let's talk about winter driving. That's a big thing. All right. I'm the Kingfish. I'm out. You drive safe. Stay out of trouble. Don't cause any accidents. Drivers, don't do any more stupid shit, okay? Oh, just get home safe. All right. Just got a few more days to the end of the year. All right. Just make it to the end of the year. One mile at a time, drivers. Just one mile at a time. That's all you got to do. All right. Peace out. Kingfisher, out. Peace.